Hey, welcome back to the last shot, the last cast for the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO FM 94.1, 104.7, the KFGO mobile app, and don't forget KFGO.com. As always, I want to remind you that you can email me, OutdoorsLive at gmail.com. You can text Outdoors to 35270. I may not get it immediately, but I will get it and I will respond. Uh, still to come on the weekend edition of Outdoors Live, we're going to get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're also going to get you a podcast. Extra with Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, you listen to Gone Outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday mornings, but not everybody can listen at 11 o'clock. Not everybody can catch the podcast. So appreciate being able to bring you a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. But first, Pat Stockton is an award-winning outdoors communicator. She connects with hunters, anglers, bait shops, motels, resorts to give us a better idea of what people are finding or not finding outdoors. Pat Stockdale, take it away. Thanks, Doug. Well, in cruising elsewhere around North Dakota, quiet could aptly describe fishing activity across much of the state, even though autumn weather's lingering into December. Ice fishing's definitely on hold, a stark contrast to last year. But considering we're not into the official start of winter yet, only time will tell how soon anglers can safely get onto their favorite lakes. In the meantime, when it's not too windy and it's still nice enough to fish from boats, some anglers are fishing the midsection of Lake Sakakawea around the Newtown area. Work 14 to 30 feet where they're using jigs and minnows and finding some nice walleye. There aren't a lot of anglers out and access depends on if the bays are open at the ramps. Docks are out of the water pretty much everywhere. If there's access into the Missouri River tail race below Garrison Dam, again, depending on if the ramp area has ice or not, a few anglers are fishing the spillway channel with jigs and minnows, and, yep, they're finding some nice walleye. A word of caution, though, be careful with the potential for slippery and icy ramps. There could be some late-season deer rutting activity for those muzzleloader hunters the lucky ones that got drawn for licenses because that season opened December 1st. And it might also mean some activity for the remaining bow hunters. But the deer gun season could have been tough for hunters in several areas with fewer deer across the North Dakota landscape. That's between the harsh winter last year and the setback in deer numbers in areas hit with the HD a couple of years ago. But the good news is hunters can still find pheasants in the areas and Canada geese are still scattered along the Missouri River and east end of Lake Sakakawea. They're tough to pattern, though, with the nice weather, and they're not going out to feed in the abundance of open fields on any particular schedule, other than whenever they feel like it. Check the North Dakota Game and Fish Department waterfall regulations for closing dates on the various Canada goose zones. And finally, the High Plains Duck Unit opens December 9th, with any remaining ducks generally along the Missouri River system in that area of the High Plains Unit. So appreciate being able to bring Pat Stockdale to you with our Central Dakota Outdoors report. Read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. You can find her in many other publications nationally and across the upper Midwest. Pat Stockdale, an award-winning outdoors communicator with our Central Dakota Outdoors report. Hey, now the last cast, the last shot it's Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri from Brewer and Agri Gone Outdoors. It's our podcast extra. We're excited to welcome 
Gabe Outram of New Everett's Resort in uh, Lake Oahe, South Dakota. Uh, Gabe is a first-time guest with us, and I'm awful excited to hear what he's got to say. Gabe, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Good morning, everybody. You know what? It has been, um, I mean, some of the recognizable names, right? Lake Erie, Lake Winnipeg, Tobin, some of these things. Hey, Lake Oahe's right here in state, South Dakota, and it's putting out some world-class trophy walleyes. Uh, just some of the most recent reports. Long-standing record from 2002, 16 pounds, 2 ounces. Here a couple of weeks ago, we break that record, 16 pounds, 8 ounces. Now there's rumor that another South Dakota angler caught one well over 17 pounds. Gabe, what is so special about Lake Oahe that it's putting out fish of this caliber? You know, we've been talking about this probably for the last three years, I would say, maybe four years. We thought that state record was going to get broke, you know, even sooner than it has. Um, with all the big fish that have been coming out here year after year, uh, I know people have been close, but I think, you know, with the extremely high amounts of bait fish we have now, um, it was just a matter of time before those fish got large enough to break that record. You know, and we've been hearing the same thing, same thing that you guys have been talking about. We have South Dakota guests on or out of state guests and they're like, you know, if you want if walleye in the teens or bigger, you know, in the upper teens, you need to go to Oahe because those fish are just getting massive. So my question is, you talk about the bait fish, what what's in the bait fish that's making them so big? You know, you can have some you know, lakes where you they'll, they'll eat and eat and eat and they won't get bigger than 11, 12 pounds. You know, it's something to do with the food that they're eating and the amount of protein that they're Sure. And I, I don't claim to be a, a wildlife biologist, but, you know, these fish, once that lake herring was released into the lake um, years ago is when these fish really started to get massive and, you know, growing to these super, super weights and super lengths. Um, obviously, we have a lot more bait fish than that here, um, uh, multiple different species. But I, I really think that lake herring is what's packed the pounds on these fish. They're a really oily fish high in protein, and the walleyes love them for sure. So tell me, because I'm not real familiar with lake herring in terms of their behavior and, and kind of where they live within the, the structure of the lake. Are they um, are they out in the open water? Or are they suspended fish, or do they stick close to structure? And that has to relate to where and how these anglers are catching these giant fish. Sure. Um, and like I said, it's not just the lake herring because I'm seeing every spot I go when I'm out guiding, I see balls of different bait from shad to, to shiners, to smelt, the gizzard shad, of course, you know, um, are prevalent here, but those lake herring, you know, a lot of times when you see those bigger fish or we chase those bigger fish, they're after that bigger bait. I mean, we catch lake herring here through the ice, um, that get up to over 20 inches long. Wow. So Back in 2011, um, when we had the big flood and they washed all the smelt out and a bunch of the bait, the thing with the lake herring was, is they're not really a migrator. Um, they just kind of go deep for the winter or, or during the summer when the, when the uh, temperatures of the water get so high. So the fish kind of just stayed around here instead of chasing the smelt down south like they used to every year. Our bite would start north and work south. We just kind of had those fish trapped right here with that lake herring. 
because it doesn't migrate much. And, uh, you know, that kind of started this whole big fish thing, you know, when those weights really started to explode here. So when you talk about big fish, obviously fall is a great time to target trophy walleyes. But is this a bite that someone can expect to go out to Oahe any time of the year and have a potential for catching these fish? Absolutely. I mean, we catch over 30 inch walleyes in every month of the year. Now, are they in an area where we can target them or schooled up like they are now? Typically not. Um, in the springtime, they're up shallow with the rest of the fish and you randomly catch one here and there. And as the summer works on and the water temperature warms up, we do have a pretty good big fish run in the middle of July a lot of that bait starts to go deep and, the, and those big walleyes start to follow that bait out deep. And we have a, a pretty good two, three week run on the bigger fish where we can target those bigger fish in July. But it's really this fall time um, when that water temperature hits around 50 degrees that these fish really start to school up and, and chase that bait. Hey, Gabe, I got a question for you. If we're talking state records, um, you know, monster, monster fish. Uh, I wouldn't think that right now would necessarily be the time to be breaking state records. You would think that'd be like in February or March when they got two, three pounds of eggs in them, you know, and they're really, really fat, fattened up from that. So sure. if, if that's the case, potentially this next spring, we could easily see these records fall again. Correct. And I, and I, I would not be surprised one bit to see it fall through the ice this year. Um, ice fishing last year was as good as it's ever been out here or has been for years. And I think this winter will be the same thing. And you add another pound, pound and a half of eggs on those things. They're starting to put them on pretty good now, but, uh, we get into that, like you said, January, February, March, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see an 18 plus or come through the ice here. I can't even imagine what a fish like that looks like. Well, I can't hardly imagine what a 17, 16, 15-pound fish looks like, let alone 8. <laughs> Leave the 8-inch auger at home. Better yeah, bring the right. 10. <laughs> they're they're going to need a 10 for sure. So, Gabe, do you, do you guide? You said you guided, but do you guide year-round on the ice and open water? We do, yep. Um, our resort is seasonal. We're, we're actually closing down here. Uh, in a few days for the season, and then we're open only to our ice fishing clients. So we offer the same fishing package as we do on the open water um, that we do through the ice. So the lodging, the meals, and everything, we're just not open to the public. Why don't we tell our listeners exactly where your resort, New Everts Resort, is located and how they can get a hold of you, how they can uh, schedule one of these trips what are these vacations a stay at the resort and, and all that good stuff sure we are located 13 miles southeast of Mobridge, south dakota we're on highway 1804 no matter which way you come in it's black you can take blacktop the whole way um you can reach us by uh, phone at 605-762-3256 or go to our website, which is just www.neweveretsresort.com. Got all the information you need right there. Awesome. This is uh, Gabe Outram, New Everett's Resort. And uh, we're talking about trophy walleyes on Lake Oahe in South Dakota. One last question for you, Gabe. I got to know what, so if somebody is going to go out there and they're going to say, I want one tactic, let's just say open water. I want one tactic that's going to be my best 
bet at putting a teener in the boat. What are we doing? We trolling, we jig in, we pitch in. What is it? Right now it's trolling. Um, there are guys catching them, jigging, wrapping. And when this big fish thing started a few years ago, that's what we were doing. Um, the fish were schooled up more. There wasn't as many of them. Um, so we could park on them and jig. And you still can do that. The live scopers and they're catching big fish, but the fish are so spread out right now and chasing that bait up and down. Um, the best tactic would be deep trolling, snap weighting, um, or lead coring, you know, in that 35 to 45 feet of water over the last, this has been going on for almost two months straight now. So, um, that's been the, the best tack, best tactic overall for sure. Awesome information. Gabe, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to visiting with you again down the road. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Well, there you go. The last shot, the last cast for the weekend edition of Outdoors Live. I appreciate Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, Pat Stockdale, the Central Coast Outdoors Report. Don't forget, podcast available at kfjoe.com, also Outdoors News, blogs uh, at kfjoe.com on the Outdoors Live blog page. You can email me, outdoorslive at gmail.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the mighty 790 KFGO, FM 94.1, 104.7, kfjo.com, the KFGO mobile app. Until next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.